Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Franklin Lakes, New Jersey is Amy Simunovich. Amy is Executive Vice President, Chief Quality Regulatory Officer and Public Affairs for BD. Amy, first, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Thanks for inviting me, Adam. I'm very glad to have you here and really interested in continuing our conversation about compliance, embracing risk and growth. And let's start with, you're an advocate for taking a growth mindset to compliance. What does that mean to you? Oh, sure. I, you know, I think sometimes we're trained as compliance professionals to, you know, point out the downside of things, right? Uh, identify the risks, ensure we're doing our job and educating on all the things that could go wrong. But I think having that growth mindset is um, balancing that with, okay, how do you help a company identify and seize new opportunities? In a sense, you know, how do you apply this mindset of how do you help them take the right risk versus um, this mindset of risk avoidance? And I think that helps professionals in this space, regardless of whether you reside in legal or compliance or regulatory affairs or quality, it helps you have, I think, that credibility as a business leader and, and a team player, right, to, to guide companies on how to take those next steps versus, okay, here's all the things you cannot do. And you're right. It is often too easy to think about what can't be done, um, even amongst ourselves, and focus on what needs to be done. So how do you reorient thinking to taking risk instead of just mitigating it? So I think it's, it's that right mindset. Um, I think we have a unique vantage point. Um, we have unique competencies and capabilities that help us to anticipate issues that many sometimes can't even see, right? You're connecting those dots faster than many of your business counterparts even, you know, uh, talking to you about them. But I, I think it's reorient, reorienting your mindset to not just what not to do, but how to do things, right? What can we do to advance this business in the right way? And I think that just very simple nuance helps folks um, you know, think a bit about why, you know, why we're here, what's the purpose of the company. And so I, I'm in the healthcare sector. So for us, it's always the purpose of advancing healthcare. It sounds good, right? We're trying to always mm-hmm. do the right thing in that. So, but it, it's saying, how do you do the right thing in advancing it versus here's all the things you cannot do. So it's, it's very nuanced, but I think that little simple pivot to what can we do makes all the difference in, in giving advice and really making recommendations that are not only absorbed, but they're, they're taken seriously and they're executed on. So I think that's how you, you seize that opportunity to offer those insights and, and perspectives. Well, it's a good reminder that while the brain does throw up barriers, sometimes a lot faster than it does solutions, there are solutions that can be found uh, to things. And, and as you're saying this, I'm reminded of a conversation, I think it was with Ronnie Feldman I had years ago, talked about the improv comedies mindset is the yes and is trying to always think mm-hmm. about how you add to things and how you find the, the way to take it forward. Now, given all this, we obviously don't want compliance breaking the rules, but how do you think creatively to work well within them? So I, I think it's ensuring you have the right capabilities and competencies to apply all the things that you know with courage and confidence enough to say, hey, I can analyze this fact pattern and figure out the middle ground. 
you know, I can look at something that's not black and white and offer something that's gray, but that mitigates risk, and, but it, it enables you to navigate within the rules. And as we know, most of the things we are dealing with are not easy, right? It's not a simple yes or no. It's a, okay, yes, but as you said, here's how you do it in the right way, or here's the considerations we need to make sure we're discussing. So we avoid doing something that, that is clearly over the, over the line or with the wrong intent or purpose. So I think it's, really ensuring that we're, we're empowering the right leadership mindset, the right courage, um, and that we're not empowering recklessness behavior or arrogance, right? Um, and it, it's a balance. I think it takes time to pick the right leaders uh, in these organizations that can do this well and make the tough calls knowing, hey, listen, there's always risk and being wrong sometimes goes with it, but that we have enough confidence and um, capabilities to mitigate those risks to the extent possible and, and make sure that we're doing the right thing with the right purpose of doing it the right way. And you make a lot of really great points there, including the fact that there is always risk in seemingly everything that we do. And um, we can't just hide from it, but it is finding the right way to do things, which does lead to the question of, you know, what is out of bounds? How do we keep people from avoiding going into that area where there is no coming back once you cross that line. Yeah, you know, I think it's grounding um, your partners in the company's code of ethics or the organization's code of ethics and purpose. I, I think there always has to be a, um, a frame in which everybody is operating under in a particular business or organization. And, and like I mentioned, being in, in med tech for us, it's you're doing the right way when you're advancing the world of health. So you have your subject matter experts in the organization who can tell you all about the rules and the regulations that are dynamic, right? They change over time and they're ensuring that the organization is educated on them. Um, but that those leaders that are, whether they're in compliance or legal or what function they're in, that they're keeping up to date with those dynamic regulatory environments and they're empowered and resourced to educate and they're respected individuals and leaders within that organization to ensure that not only are they being taken seriously, but the information that they're sharing um, is supplementing that code of ethics or that principal purpose that an organization is existing upon. So I think it's a combination of having those right leaders in place with that strong well-respected code that at the end of the day should be guiding any decision that is being taken. Regardless if you know and can recite every little piece of a regulation or law, you know at the end of the day uh, you need to seek to understand, you need to pull in the SMEs and, and, and those in those professions to ensure you don't go out of bounds. At the end of the day I think it's that gut check, right? Do we feel like we're making the right decision if this was something that would hit a headline, right, or one of our customers or patients would find out about this? Would they be proud of what we've done? Um, I think all those things go into ensuring you're setting the right framework and the boundaries simplistically so folks know what is clearly outside of those bounds or framework. Yeah, I, as you were saying this, I, I kept hearing in my head the question, is this who we are? And I do wonder mm -hmm. if it's like, that is a question that should be asked more often in making a decision is, is this who we are? Is this the kind of people we want to be? Is, is this reflective of who we think of ourselves? Um, do you think that's a dialogue that's one that can work and, and resonate with people? Definitely. I think if you're in a purpose-driven type of organization, and again, healthcare, I believe is, right? You exactly mm -hmm. want to be thinking about this. Is this who we are? We want to be looked at as innovating and advancing 
um, healthcare for our patients, helping their quality of life. Do we want to be known of doing something that was risky and putting that or safety at risk? Absolutely not. I mean, nobody would want that. So I, I think that's a great simple way of just reminding people, listen, listen up to those that are here and have unique uh, expertise and a knowledge base that can help you navigate through these, these complexities to make sure, yeah, we're being strategic, we're being bold, but we're not going out of bounds. One other question I have is, you know, to being bold and all of that is a positive. We don't want to, on the other hand, you know, find ourselves in that negative mindset that starts wanting to avoid any kind of risk. Um, how do we challenge ourselves on an ongoing basis, uh, asking the question whenever we say no, or even when we say yes, but you need to do this, to ask, is that really necessary, or am I just doing that because it's making things easier for me? You know, I think it's being able to put yourselves in, in, into that mindset of how do we advance the business in the right way? and do these additional requirements. Are they really helping advance the business or are they being, in a sense, just additional um, requirements for the sake of requirements or for the sake of, I just covered myself, right? right? And I guess what I mean is, listen, in, in the med tech environment, there's a ton of uh, regulatory requirements that continue to change. And it's increasing you know, our evidence standards, you know, even like cybersecurity on our products. And sometimes you have to have these conversations, even with our regulators, saying, hey, listen, we want to do that too. We want to make sure things are safe and that they're supported, most definitely. But we have to do it in a manner where it's not cost prohibitive or overly cumbersome or we're never going to get any new technology out there. We're not going to meet our customer needs. And oh, by the way, the infrastructure in our healthcare systems around the globe can't even support this either. So I think it's having that same practical, reasonable mindset of, you know, grounded in the purpose and doing the right thing. Um, having those open conversations, is this necessary or is this actually going to inhibit us from developing things or advancing technologies that are critical to really meeting the purpose of the company? Um, so I think it's having that balance and, and how you're thinking about things that can really set you apart from being, uh, you know, risk averse and, you know, overly complicated in that um, kind of risk mitigation approach versus somebody thought of as, hey, that was not only reasonable, but it mitigated risk and it enabled us to achieve our business objectives. Well, and I think there's something there also about always asking the question, is you know, is this helping us meet our goal, both in terms of, you know, are we creating obstructions we don't need to, but also looking at a new product that you're developing and saying, you know, it obviously has a purpose, but there is a sort of tendency to add features and functionality that can sometimes add more complexity than you need and create more risk and ask the question is, you know, are we going to get what we want with or without this feature? And if we eliminate it, maybe we can eliminate risk and it's not something we need uh, in the end. You know, right now everybody's rushing to do AI, AI everywhere without having a sense <laughs> necessarily of the consequences of it. And does that new item have to have be AI driven, uh, it may sound sexy, but as we've seen with AI, it often creates a lot of problems. No, it's a, it's a great point. I think it goes back to that, that balance and thinking, right, of, hey, we always love and are enticed by new technology, but is it actually going to serve the ultimate purpose that we intend it to? And in the med tech right. sector, 
you're exactly right. I mean, it sounds fancy, but it's like, wait a second, can our health systems even deal with it? <laughs> um, right. it you know, do they have the uh, infrastructure to do it? No, they don't. So then what the heck are we doing? We're going to make things more complicated, more expensive in the U.S region, obviously that's not going to help <laughs> solve any of our problems. And we often right. have that uh, conversation in-house too of, okay, um, we really want to advance the latest and greatest technology, but if it's not usable and it's not affordable, we've done nothing. We're not going to help anybody at the end of the day. So I think you, still, you have to have that business sense. You got to understand the customer and the purpose um, to really make sure what you're doing is fit for that purpose. So I think I go back to that fit for purpose idea too, right? As we look at risk, well, what, if that risk manifested itself, what does that mean? And is our controls fit for that purpose? And I think having that type of conversation or framework, it, it really does help being relevant versus being viewed as, oh my goodness, I'm going to go to this leader and they're just going to tell me everything I can't do. And it's just not a value add conversation. Mm -hmm. And we never want to be in that place. Well, Amy, thank you so much for sharing these insights with us. Uh, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletop from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we were able to expand your compliance perspective.